0: All right, so now you got all this Christmas, or it's not Christmas, it's Halloween candy in your house.
1: Oh my God. What
0: are your rules about eating all that candy? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. By the way, I did actually say Merry Christmas to people. Last night when they said trick or treat. See,
1: I'm telling you, I'm on this thing where we got to start listening to Christmas music now. We'll get to it later, but um, that doesn't surprise me because I think we're all in the Christmas spirit.
0: No, I think I just like hate Halloween so much. (sighs) I like to skip over it.
1: The woman hates Halloween yet. She forces people to eat pretzels. On Halloween.
0: I didn't force them to eat the pretzels. I just, that's what what I gave them. Uh, But, but here's my question, because this is what we butt up against every single year on November 1st. My kids have pounds and pounds of candy after trolling the neighborhood. Uh, They each have their own bag of candy and I've got rules about it. And the rules are they can have two pieces at separate times in the day after Noon. They're gonna have one after school. Oh
1: my god! They get two pieces of candy a day. (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? That is torture. Holly, please show her what a typical fun size candy bar looks like. Yeah,
0: you want to see what a fun size Three Musketeers look like? It's like the size of my thumbnail. Look like. Here's the thing, Colleen. The fun size. It's not fun anymore. They've shrunk by half. Yes. It's not fun. That you they literally last give forever. your children
1: two? I mean, that is, oh, oof. They
0: last forever. First of all, here's the thing. Oh, my God, those children. Well, I just oh, my gosh, to you're see. feeling bad for my children. I am. what are your <laughs> rules for post-Halloween candy? They can have one after school. They cannot have them before, like. So, like, one little box of nerds, that's all they get? And then one after dinner. Yeah. Oh what? Why are you looking at me
1: like that? God, because I feel for—I've th- literally eaten twenty pieces of candy since we started the show. Because you're a forty-something-year-old man, and you have me, self- We don't need to talk about age. No, I'm
0: saying you are in charge of your own self now. They are—they are not—they are, not, they are wow. children. My
1: mom was a horrible parent.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, if I said to them, "Go into your candy bag," they would—that thing—they—that's all they'd have. Yeah. That would be. I mean, that would childhood. be dinner.
1: I there were and then I would have to deal
0: with the out the fallout of that. The, they'd be
1: bouncing off but, the walls. But hey, they'd eat it all at once and then be done, and you'd be moving on. You might have to like you clean know clean
0: up some vomit. <laughs> no thanks. I don't think I've Broken ever vomited candy. Oh, my kids would. I'm telling you what. No. Uh-uh.
1: I mean, I I I encourage you to continue to be such a health guru. With your children's candy things, but I that blows my mind. No,
0: what it really is, is honestly, I want them to eat actual food and not, like, they'll be like, hey, can I have a snack? And I'll be like, yeah, you can have a snack. And they're like, okay, can I have a Hershey's bar? And I'm like, no, that's not a snack. That's a treat. That's not food. God, I that's an after food situation. You have the
1: snack and treat rule. I forgot about that. But
0: that isn't, there's a difference. You don't eat a Hershey bar because you're hungry. You eat the Hershey bar after you eat the thing that you ate because you were hungry.
1: Oh, I've done life wrong. Okay, 651 <laughs> <Because 651-641-107> Oh, look, Snicker bar? Okay, sure. let's, go.
0: okay let's go to Kathy, because Kathy's got rules. Uh, Kathy, what's your Halloween candy rules? Well, for starters, I don't have any rules. Oh, okay. Um, I don't make a big deal about their consumption at Halloween because they get tired of it. That's they get tired true. tired of the candy.
1: So if I see them eating,
0: you know, kind of going to town for a minute, I think well they're they're going to get tired of it and they do. I always wind up throwing it away.
1: Mm. Yeah, cuz they're just like, "Meh, whatevs.
0: Yeah, now yeah. I'm over this and let's go do something fun. That's yeah. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks, Kathy. I will say my kids get tired of it too. So the two pieces of candy a day rule lasts for probably Did you have that rule or where
1: did that rule come from?
0: I don't know. I don't think I had that rule. I don't remember. I don't really remember what happened to my candy, honestly. I think it just sort of disappeared after a little bit. I don't remember if I should ask my mom. I don't remember what rules we had. Okay. But honestly, the, <laughs> I I just sort of made the rule because my kids start asking the first I mean, thing hey, in the morning. You do you.
1: You're the mom. Right? I, I'm just like I, it's just no. The wow. rule
0: came from honestly. Ask they, but it doesn't matter if I have the rule or not. They start asking first thing when they wake up. And I'm like, no, you can't start your day with a sugar rush. I can't handle that. Nobody can handle that. That's insanity. And they, and, then they, and then they don't know what to do with all that energy, and they're bouncing off the walls, and then they crash, and nobody needs to be dealing with that. That's awful. So anyway, uh, my point is, though, that they still get sick of the candy. They forget about it after like a week. Let's go to Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Leanne, what are your uh, post-Halloween candy rules? I say let them have at it.
1: So do you, what you want. So you don't They're have going any... to school. Let them crash whenever they get to school. Yeah, let the school deal with this. <laughs> Oddly, I want to know: Do you give them two jelly beans for Christmas? I mean, for Easter, <laughs> two jelly beans a day. One peep. She's like, No, I don't give them any <laughs> Easter candy. Do you not give them Easter candy? No.
0: You don't give oh, your children candy! I need to adopt those
1: children. I know. I know, but you know, let them do. I know. No, nobody's seeing your terrible mom. mom.
0: You know what we should <laughs> do? You no, know, let
1: them eat it. They'll get, like the last lady said, they, they get tired of it. You know, they eat it and then they're done. I think what we should do is start a candy fund.
0: For my kids. For your kids. children, yeah. Well, just cool candy. everybody's very concerned about my children eating candy, and I'm here to tell you they're fine. They've eaten plenty of candy in their life. They are not not allowed candy. On Easter, they get spring things to celebrate <laughs> spring. They don't particularly... Excuse use...
1: me. For the record, ma'am. Yes? What is a spring thing?
0: Flip-flops and swimsuits. They get flip-flops and swimsuits. That's what the Easter Bunny brings to our house. So
1: you don't have Easter baskets? They have Easter baskets with flip-flops and swimsuits in them. Their Easter baskets have flip-flops? And swimsuits.
0: sounds like the better
1: deal. Okay, if you're old, if you're like an adult, but as a kid, no kid wants flip-flops for Easter. They want a chocolate bunny that is full of disappointment. They
0: They get a chocolate bunny, not from the Easter Bunny that comes to our house. Their grandparents oddly have Easter bunnies that visit their house. Oh, well, that's smart. And they drop okay, good. So they at
1: least are getting an Easter basket. Yeah, maybe oh, that's God. why the Easter bunny that comes to our house to doesn't bring up.
0: them candy cuz the Easter bunny that visits the grandparents' house brings so much candy that the Easter bunny that visits our house is not needed. Well, need at least you candy. let the
1: other Easter bunny in. I I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Easter bunny grandparent Easter bunnies just show up. Well, the grandparents they don't give them Halloween candy. Oh, they do. Your grandparents or the grandparents give them Halloween candy?
0: Yeah, because they go trick-or-treating at their house.
1: Oh, they go to the grandparents' house? Yeah.
0: Let's go to Heidi. Heidi, what are your post-Halloween candy rules, Heidi? Yes. um, I have never had any rules. It's a free-for-all. Get a bellyache. You'll learn from it. It's a a life skill. Don't worry about it. It's all good.
1: I do tell you, I will tell you, I think that also works with drinking and cigarettes. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, truly, like Just let you them go to learn, on it you gotta learn how to like find your you know how to handle yourself. I mean, you know, if I you're mean, gonna have a problem with drugs and alcohol, well, I shouldn't say drugs, but if you're gonna have a problem with cigarettes and alcohol, it's not be it's not because you uh, somebody let you have too many drinks
0: right, right.
1: Like you're going to have that problem regardless. So I think most people just need to figure out what their tolerance here's is. Here's the
0: situation: If I like, if I'm being perfectly honest, if my kids want to eat until they get a belly ache, that's totally fine with me. I don't want to be home for it, and <laughs> here's why: because they also get that crazy. Uh, sugar high that makes them bonkers and I can't do I don't deal well with that I am not my best self when they're all bouncing off the walls and bouncing off each other and I just need to not be present for that so like I'll let them at their candy stash as long as I'm not at home so if they want to do that cool but I'm out of here do you see what I'm saying it's not that I'm against them eating candy it's that it's a self-preservation technique really that's um,
1: awful. you know what we got to go but we got a lot of people on the line so we could totally just keep going shall, if you want. shall
0: we I mean, let's do that let's yeah because the lines are going bonkers let's stick with this what are your post halloween candy rules and you know they don't have to necessarily be for your kids what are they for you Right? Because everybody's got Halloween candy left over. Do you bring it to work? Yeah. Do you hide absolutely. it in a closet? Do you try to save it for next year? Do you put it in your brownies? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. We'll be back after this on That's my talk one zero seven one. What are your post Halloween candy rules? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. People uh people are going nuts. I'm
1: so glad I don't eat sugar anymore okay. and candy is not Would you in like my to? lexicon. Okay. <laughs> I actually had a handful of candy today after breakfast uh, bre- lunch lunch. That's what I ate. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat candy much mm-hmm. honestly anymore. I mean, the the occasional you know late night uh, Saturday night stop at the holiday store maybe, but like there's something about eating a handful of Halloween candy at lunch, mm-hmm. and I'm just like wired for sound,
0: uh-huh. So he went he had his like big burst. Yeah. Then we had a little, like, little napper, and now we're back up with yeah, the birds. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. What are your post Halloween candy rules? AJ is on the line. Hi, AJ. What's your answer to that question? Well, I'm here to kind of defend you. I'm in the same boat. I have where I only give my kids maybe one or two to let them kind of have some, uh, or we'll freeze it and make kind of treats out of it. But man, if I let them go on it, they're throwing up or getting, they get sick quick off of that crap. And it's like, a, and it's a punishment for you, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're, you're like, now I got to deal with this. I know. I'm already dealing with, I had five pieces yesterday and I feel like I
1: got a Halloween hangover. Right? From five my five pieces, pieces? Gave you a
0: hangover? <laughs> High five, hey. AJ. Girl. I'm a lightweight. Hey, you know what? We need, hey, I do need some babysitters this weekend, uh, Bradley. You no, know? No, we can send them over with no, some candy I like it. Take care of that. I like it, AJ. Thank you very Bye. much. <laughs> six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What are your post Halloween candy rules? The problem rolls? is
1: I will let her kids eat as much candy as she wants or as as I want and then I'll leave and then it won't be good. So promise, or I promise you don't want me to babysit your shield. Well,
0: oh, she would just make you stick around longer. Let's go to Kara. Hi, Kara. Kara, what are your post-Halloween candy rules?
1: Hi. Well, I actually changed my school of thought along the way. Oh.
0: Yes. I've been a mom for 23 years, and at first I would dole it out, you know, two pieces after lunch and two pieces after supper, and then I had to keep it up high, and there was the whining and all that kind of stuff. And then along the way, I took a friend's advice, and I kind of just let him go for it. And then after a couple of days, it was done and over, and I actually kind of liked it. Huh.
1: Now, did it matter how what age your kids were?
0: You know, I think they were probably about 5 to 7 when we started doing it that way. Um, you know, there was a little bit of limitation as far as you can't eat the whole bucket, but it was just nice to have it behind us. Yeah, to have it all gone. I will say the management of it. Yeah. Thank you, Kara. I will say like, you know, what my kids maybe don't recognize is that sometimes little bits of it disappear. They don't know where it goes. They don't even know that they realize it's missing. Are you throwing
1: it away? In my mouth? Oh, okay. So you, oh, okay.
0: I mean, sure. Like, and there are ones that they don't like, you know, that we just will sneak from time to time. Actually, as we were trick or treating, my daughter goes, we talked about a statistic in class today that 75% of your candy gets eaten by your parents.
1: That's hilarious.
0: And she was, Is that true? And we were like, Yes, it's true. And she was like, well, then we need to do more trick-or-treating. And we yeah, were like, yeah, smart girl. She work can do for math. us. Thank you. Um, but, you know, it'll go, like, some of it'll go missing. And like I said, they lose interest after a week anyway. Uh, let's go to Kel- Let's go to Lisa. Let's go to Lisa. Lisa's on the line. Hi, Lisa. What are your post-Halloween candy rules? Um, hi. We have the candy fairy that comes to our house oh, on Oh, the candy
1: night. fairy. Mm. I- yeah, tell me more. Yes.
0: And what does the so- candy fairy do?
1: Well, the candy fairy will, you leave candy out, and based on the quality and the quantity of the candy,
0: she will leave money. Oh, that's smart. Usually gets my kids to give up about half of their candy.
1: Interesting. I like that.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind
1: all of this is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
1: the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It, the candy fairy then brings it to kids that were sick and couldn't go out and go trick-or-treating. This
0: is genius.
1: That is smart. Yes. And how, how many years have you done that for?
0: Um, since they first started going trick or treating,
1: that's 11 now. Oh, okay.
0: So that's awesome. um, I love it. They do give up a lot of it. That's great. That's awesome. Thank you, Lisa. That's Um, a good
1: idea. You know, and I'm going to, I, I, oh, and I forgot to actually talk about this. I'm just going to mention this. I completely forgot to mention it during my live spot for Shamblot. They do a candy buyback program and it's actually, today so Shamblot family dentistry does a halloween candy buyback and it's for operation gratitude so it actually goes to support the troops Mm -hmm. so if you bring unopened candy to Shamblot today for every pound your kids are going to get um you'll get money in return and then that money or that um candy Candy. gets gets donated to the troops that's awesome so if uh you don't have a candy fairy you can go over to Chamblatt.
0: That They'll be your candy fairy. Let's go to Kelly real quick. Kelly, in 30 seconds or less, what is your post-Halloween candy rule? Is this Kelly? Yes. 30 oh, seconds. I'm going to tell you something really quick. Yes. My sister's 71. Her kids, her three boys are
1: in their uh, 40s and 50s and college educated. And she never let them go trick-or-treating. She didn't let them believe in Santa Claus. And they never let her forget it. Their kids eat
0: candy till they vomit now. <laughs> so, so, buyer, beware what you do with your kids because they still tell her every year, Christmas it's good, and Halloween. It's good to know. Thank you very much, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Uh, and thank you to all of our callers. Uh, well, I'm just glad it's over. Uh, we've got 360 more And now it's three time more for Christmas. No, it's Thanksgiving, first. It's Thanksgiving first. Thanksgiving first is happening first. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have some. Celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags on the Colleen and Bradley show. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, celebrities.
1: Celebrities. Yeah.
0: S M D H.
1: Oh, I'm like, where is she going? <laughs> uh,
0: they're behaving badly. S-T- and. Uh, no. <laughs> and uh, we love to talk about them behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071 Streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we have a name for them when they behave badly. And that name is D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of the day. Oh. Okay, and our name for celebrities behaving badly is d bag. But D-bar. Kim Kardashian has a name for her friends when they're not oh. understanding something, uh. and it's not a name that we. It's not a word we say. <sighs> okay, Kim Kardashian is my d bag today because she was doing um like an Instagram live situation thing. I don't know what is that called she was showing off her costume to her
1: story, right? Instagram. Yeah.
0: Story. But it's, she's talking in it. She's talking to a friend of hers where she's showing her costume and her costume is Pamela Anderson circa 90 something or another. And it's this, uh, it's the fuzzy pink hat with the white corset and the, uh, bedazzled pants. um, and uh she's wearing this as a costume. She's trying to look like Pamela Anderson. And she's talking to her friend Stephanie uh Shepherd on her Instagram story. And so the 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 photograph or the video is of her friend Stephanie looking at so all you the perspective is you are looking at Stephanie Shepard. Kim is behind the camera. She's asking her friend Stephanie, who am yeah. I? And Stephanie doesn't know who she is and And Kim says to her, You I can't believe you don't know who I am. you are word
1: mm-hmm. hi mm-hmm. hi, it's
0: two thousand eighteen.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that no <sighs> can I ask how did she deal with this because like I know that's horrible, you know that's horrible. We all have decided that that's not uh gonna be a word that." We use uh, a lot of people never use the word. I will say I was a person who used to use the word and didn't really. I don't know it. I did not realize what I was saying when I would say that word, meaning the impact of that word. And so obviously now I don't use that word. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the importance of not using that word. Right. Um but what did like what was her reaction to that
0: she hasn't given a, there has not been a reaction i will tell you or at least that i know of yet in the moment there wasn't a reaction that was shared on her instagram stories what's interesting about this is that this is not a controversy that's unfamiliar to her family because there was um there was another time that her family had to answer for using that word again on social media. Mm-hmm. It was not, Kim was not involved in this. It was between Courtney and Chloe. The two of them were doing a live stream of their exercise routine, which is like, I think they do that weekly.
1: Cause and that's helpful.
0: Courtney said to Chloe. Yes. Courtney, the, the oldest said to Chloe, you, you, yes, you can, you bleeping r word. And Chloe said, you're a, Oh. bleeping yeah, and eventually everybody came at them and rightfully so right because this is one thing i love about social media it self-corrects like yeah. social the people, people who are viewing respond will respond to, your, to it
1: you're ridiculous right
0: and so you know somebody had said back to uh chloe imagine if you were in a position where somebody in your family namely your own child had disabilities, and you heard people using this word casually, how would you feel? And Chloe did respond to it. And they did, you know, apologize. So this is not the first time they've had to be
1: accountable for this. I think, uh, you know, so... (laughs) I guess what I'm also saying is that there's a layer here that should just be obvious. Like you, you are a person who lives your life out in the world and you should know that that world, that word is not acceptable out in the world. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not, you know... You shouldn't be using the word, but most importantly, you don't want to be using the word word in a place where somebody could be hurt by it. Right. Right. Like that's the important thing. The reason you don't use the word is because it hurts people. Exactly. There may be also other important reasons why you shouldn't use it, but at the very least, because someone could hear it who would then be hurt by it. Mm -hmm. So try not to do that. The fact that she doesn't have that awareness that's what's weird to me right is you 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 say something inappropriate you apologize for it and hopefully you learn from it and don't do it again if that were me and i made that that uh if i did that then i would feel horrible yes and then i would apologize for it and yes. i would be really careful not to do yep. that again
0: right and you would think that that would be a conversation that they would have had in their family
1: yeah about which tells you that they just use that word a lot they because must. it's coming out sideways.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. It, and, and in such a natural you, way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yikes.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so, okay well, on. hopefully she will apologize for that word and uh, move on mm-hmm. and say something else that's probably inappropriate to somebody else. Um, can I talk about Al Roker?
0: Uh, you can, but hold on really quick. I do want to say... She did apologize. Oh, okay. Uh, She did talk to TMZ and she said, I want to apologize for what I said in a recent Mm -hmm. video post. It is inappropriate and insensitive to the special needs community. I try to learn from my mistakes and this is one of those times. Please know that my intention is always pure. And in this case, it was a mistake and I am sorry. But like, she didn't just
1: learn that. That's what's so dumb about that, right?
0: Right, but I will give her credit because she did apologize. No, I'm I'm glad
1: she's apologizing, but like that excuse of like, like you... You didn't know that that word was inappropriate,
0: right? And like you, and like I, you know, like I said, this this was only like a few months after this yeah, had already exactly. just happened to her whole family. Exactly. Okay, but but I did just want to say because I I said that I didn't think she had apologized. Okay. She did apologize. She did so on TMZ.
1: Al Roker Ooh. is not my d bag. Oh, okay. It's the trolls who came for Al Roker. Do you know why they came for Al Roker? Um, no. Because they called his Halloween costume racist. That's not how that works. Do you know what he was for Halloween? Was not Well, I mean, among other
0: things, right? Don't they dress up as like a hundred different things on the Today Show? But I believe you're referring to the fact that they did a little Back to the Future send-up. Yes. And he was Doc.
1: He was Doc Brown, the time machine inventor from Back to the Future. And because that character Mm -hmm. is played by a white person, Mm -hmm. some social media users asked why it was okay for him to do that. While NBC canceled Megyn Kelly's show after her controversial blackface comments. So I feel like um, you could explain this. I could explain this. Let's just leave it like this. That's you. No, you actually said it already. That's not not how how this works. works. (laughs) And it shouldn't. We shouldn't have to explain it. But can we just explain it? Okay, here we go. Doc I'm Brown. Tired. Do you want some candy?
0: No, you- I'm not like I'm not the kind of tired that candy can help. Oh, okay. I am like Well, maybe the candy will at least just take your
1: mind off of it.
0: I'm emotionally exhausted. Yeah, I just shoved all the candy in my mouth before uh, break. It so. works. yeah, it does. Oh, it really does it? Does. Okay, mm-hmm. then yeah. Just don't I mix like the candy. gummy
1: and the the, the chocolate because oh, yeah, those don't two do things that. don't no. go together. Okay, no. okay, okay. You explain. Me. I'll deal. Okay. So um Al Roker dressed as Doc from back to the future. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because it's not blackface. Do you know what's not okay? Blackface. Right. That's all you need to know. Yeah. there's no such thing as white face or Doc Brown face or back to the future face or Michael J. Fox face. Or um, Colleen Lindstrom face or Bradley Trainer face or Holly Roberts face. We could go on. But I think the point has been made. There's a thing called blackface, which is very specific and unique. And we talked about it on the show. There's not the opposite. The opposite is not true. Mm-hmm. Let's put it. That's not how that works. It's not so I think we could just leave it at that. Do you think?
0: Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, I, I, I'm worried <laughs> about that. Uh, and again, I would also just remind people that there are books uh, in the library in the history section that and Google. also, and Use well, the Google. yeah, Google can be dangerous. That's I just true, want that's to remind true. you that there are books in the history section uh, of the library that might be that, or, or you know, call your favorite history professor, uh, talk to a trusted historian. In your life, if you'd like some context.
1: Can I also just point out uh, before we go that um, the the other thing that bugs me about this story and the reason that I made the the trolls against Al Roker playing Doc Brown, um, my D-bags, is, excuse me, I get a little emotional. (laughs) That was actually the candy. But the other thing that frustrates me about this argument is that um, they conflated a bunch of stuff again. They said, well, why is it okay for him to be Doc Brown if NBC canceled Megyn Kelly's show after she made comments about blackface? Well, you just made like 30 assumptions Uh in that statement. Yeah, right. Because you're assuming that the reason Megyn Kelly lost her show Mm -hmm. was because of her comments about blackface, which that is a whole separate conversation. Mm hmm. It, it it's it's not that's not a real argument that's just my point Is like you're conflating all these things just so you can be mean to Al Roker yeah that's the only thing that's going on and that's why to me it's particularly frustrating
0: sometimes sometimes I hear things and it feels like I'm arguing with my children and I'm just not in the mood right because I'm in an adult space I don't have time to go into that more <laughs> I'm just going to move okay, on. All right. I'm just saying like sometimes my kids will be like they'll like start making conversations about stuff that it's not even about yeah. and I'm You're like
1: But why do you love him more right? than and you I'm love like, me? Oh, okay,
0: well we're not even addressing that cuz that's not even A it's not a thing and B I never ever said any of that. Yeah. That's your stuff. There are people you can talk to about that and I'm not that person. We're going to move on with life and we're going to move on with the show. We'll be back wow. after this.
1: Just don't <laughs> Don't mess with her. Two piece Lindstrom.
0: <laughs> We've got some more Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Oh, well, lucky news. you. It's oh like all, my all over gosh. again. Treats. Treats. This is the kind of treat you can eat these all day. <laughs> we'll be back after this with, with, I don't even know what that means, with more Jonas on My Talk 107. We are in too deep. Uh, we are in too deep when it comes to. Priyanka Chopra, and Nick Jonas. It's true. I mean, we're actually probably deeper into their fake relationship than they are into their fake relationship. Am I right? This is the Colleen and Bradley show, MyTalk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And actually, this has been a lovely distraction for us uh, in uh, in life to deconstruct the fake relationship of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas.
1: Well, I've got two biddly bits of uh, oh. Chonis info. you got bits of Chonis. i got some Chonis biddly bits. That sounds like I need to see a doctor. <laughs> you get those looked at. Traceba ready. <laughs> I've got to take a drug to deal with my Jonas bits. Uh, okay, so Chonis, <laughs> there's two bits that I wanted to tell you okay. about. The first is um, I want to take you inside Priyanka Chopra's rush to plan her dream wedding. Also, I want to tell you about something she's doing after. We're already planning after the wedding. Now, you shared this with us, I think, earlier this week, that we know the wedding is alleged to be on. December 2nd. Although this article says the first. So it's one of those two days. Mm. December 1st in Jadpur's Umaid Bahwan Palace. Which, Interesting. Google it. It ain't no small thing. It's huge. It's, it's gorgeous. huge. Yeah. And it's going to be a mixed ceremony, but uh, let me get to that. So
0: Maybe maybe the date difference has to do with time zones. Well
1: oh, that's know? clever.
0: I'm just saying, like, maybe... This was
1: from the Times of India. Oh, so...
0: That, so, was the, uh, so was the one I shared. They must have their dates wrong.
1: It's just all lies, let's oh, be real. That's okay, what it is. Because it's a fake relationship. Exactly. Um, now, remember that uh, Priyanka Chopra... Again, we think this relationship is crap and it's totally fake and it's completely planned and it's probably dealing with a lot of sponsors and advertising money. So mm-hmm. that's where we're coming at this from. So what we've learned so far is that you'll remember Priyanka, she didn't really like to be very public about her relationships until she found somebody that she felt amazing with that she felt good about.
0: Right. For two Literally weeks. those
1: were the words uh-huh. that meant nothing. Right. She says, I've never commented on the fact whether I'm in a relationship or not until now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, now she is talking about the the wedding itself and all of the planning and how she's having to throw a wedding together in like weeks because I don't know if you know this it's December November first it is and her wedding in India allegedly on this in this giant palace yeah mm-hmm. she's having to plan this thing in four weeks it's crazy. Does that seem plausible to you? No, it's she got seems... some big palace in India. Like, hey, um, do you just happen to have like this December 1st, second date open? Also. OK. Also, why the rush? Like
0: she's not pregnant. Why? Why do we know that, Bradley?
1: She's not pregnant because they haven't had sex yet.
0: Yeah. Why do we know that?
1: Because he hasn't had sex. What?
0: Because they have been telling us this.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they. Uh, yeah, they've been telling us that they yeah. are uh, consummating the marriage after, after the, the wedding. Marriage. Yeah. So
0: So it's not like they, they have to, like, hurry up for some reason. You know, why is it that we, like, this whole thing has been this, like, strange rush. What?
1: I just figured out why it's the first and the oh, second. Okay. Because in India, the weddings take more than one day. Oh, that's right. Because according to this article, it's a multi day event okay. in India. There's a lot, again, multi day India event, thrown it together last minute because true love mm-hmm. just so happens to be. Like when you know, you know. They've already got on the docket several prenuptial festivities, including a Mendy party. Holly, I feel like you've been to an Indian wedding before, so you can speak to these things.
0: Unfortunately, I have not.
1: Oh, why do I feel like you've been to. Because you've seen a lot of Bollywood movies. Uh, it's the same thing. I've
0: been to India.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Tell I, me more. I
0: did an internship in Bollywood.
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. Yeah. <laughs> Including a Mendy party where brides typically have henna artfully applied to their hands and feet. There is also a pre-Indian wedding ceremony that is a Christian wedding ceremony to honor the faith of Nick Jonas. Okay. Because his dad is a ordained minister. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have like a mini wedding Before the weather. Okay. Then this all culminates in a sprawling historic event at the main palace. Again, they're pulling this together in four months. Quote Four weeks. Oh, four weeks. Yeah. Quote, she isn't stressed at all. She's just really excited to marry Nick, and they're both very happy. Okay. This is according to a Indian insider. Okay.
0: The reason why they're not stressed is because their sponsors are pulling it together.
1: Well, and it's been in the works for the last 18 months, probably. Now, um, they also go on to talk about this Roka ceremony, which is apparently, um, that's like the big wedding ceremony. Uh I don't, I apologize. I don't know the ins and outs of that particular ceremony, but it's very popular in the Punjabi tradition. Okay. And it's a big function. Uh, it says it is dependent on the budget of the family to conduct it as a big function or as just a simple one. Okay. Something tells me this will not be a simple. Oh one.
0: no! Well, not after I mean, not after we've seen the the place where this is all taking place. It is
1: literally bigger than like Buckingham Palace. It's huge. It's
0: huge. Speaking of the palace, thank you for bringing that up because one thing I will find quite curious. Is, uh, will her super bestie Meghan Markle be making an appearance at her wedding?
1: No word yet, but mm. you know what? I do have word on what uh, what they're doing after the wedding. Priyanka Chopra will take two weeks off post marriage for an international project. Okay, okay, is
0: reports, that what she's calling it?
1: Reports are making the rounds that oh, you're gonna love this. What PC spelled P E E. C-E-E.
0: Okay. That's our nickname. Okay. P-C. Okay.
1: Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, got it. Will be taking two weeks off post-marriage, not for any personal leisure, but for an international project that she has, quote, bagged. Okay. She will be heading to L.A. to work out the arrangements related to this very big Hollywood project, whose announcement will be made in January.
0: You know exactly what this is.
1: No, don't but you? I, no, but I want to. Um, what dots am I not connecting?
0: This is the reality show. Oh, duh! Right? Yes! She's going to be in L.A. working on a two-week-long reality show. Yeah. I mean, international project. I don't know if that's just like an important word for like it's going to be on in a couple different nations.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. So when she gets back from L.A., Mm -hmm. she's going to continue shooting The Sky is Pink by Shanali Bose that also stars Zaira Wasim and Farhan Akhtar. So she must still be doing Bollywood movies.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that she does.
1: This girl is busy. She works both places. Which is, again, why you cannot tell me that this entire thing has not been planned for the last 18 months. Right. Because she's just going to be like, She's shooting a film, she's got the thing in LA, and somehow like, Oh, I just need to squeeze in a wedding of epic proportions with my oh, one of the most popular young
0: men in America. Seriously, pop culture. I bet that seriously somebody in her team looked at the calendar and was like, Okay, listen, we gotta make this thing happen fast. We've got we've in. got a we've got a seven month window right you know, here where is... she can start dating, get engaged, and get married. Yeah. All right, when we come Make back news. on The Colleen and Bradley Show, what's the worst or ra- most random thing your kid or you got for Halloween last night? 651-641-1071. And don't say My Talk 1071. Everything.
1: Are here. Entertainment.
0: At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Your favorite band's about to play a sold out show and you definitely got tickets and drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.